Hey, Naomi. Hey, Bex. It's our last uh, episode of the year, and I have a couple of jokes uh, a couple? left over. <laughs> so I thought I would just do, I, I picked my fave three. Okay. Uh, I'm going to do all of them, and mm-hmm. then you can let me know which one you like the best. Is that okay? Yeah, it works for me. Okay, cool. What do you get if you cross a snowman and a vampire? I don't know. <laughs> what do Frostbite. you get? Frostbite. Hey! <laughs> Uh, this is a kind of topical one for today's movie. Why did the Nutcracker go to rehab? I don't know. Why did he go to rehab? Because he was addicted to crack. It's not a great one. That's oh, not my God. <laughs> and this last one. How much does Pan- uh, Panta? How much does Santa pay to park his sleigh? I don't know. How much does he pay? Nothing. It's on the house. I just couldn't leave our listeners without hearing these three super festive, very appropriate jokes before the end of the year. Uh, I think the first and the third one are my favorite ones. That's fair. You can just say you didn't like the second one. I really didn't like the second one. No. Okay, sorry. Boo to the second one. (laughs) Boo, second one. Shall we do Uh, the thing? Yes, I think so. Welcome to Jingle Bells. I'm Bex. And I'm Naomi. We're here to talk about Christmas movies. Because it is Christmas every day here at Jingle Bells. And if you're listening right now, it's like two days till Christmas. It's like literally Christmas every day at the moment. As soon as it gets past like the 17th of December, it may as well be Christmas already. Mm -hmm. I'm feeling that in a big way right now. (laughs) Just get me to Christmas. Holy I just I'm, I can't wait for that that Christmas lunch. That's what's driving me uh-huh. through. I'm uh, pig pigs in blankets. I need that gravy, mm, mm-hmm. roast potatoes. Oh yeah, I can't wait. All of the things, everything, stuffing in Yorkshire puddings, oh. dripping in gravy. Oh. 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 I'm hungry. I'm hungry. <laughs> Let's cancel recording. I'm gonna go eat. No, we'll get it. We'll do the recording. We'll do the recording. <laughs> yeah. Well, unfortunately. We know we promised you a Country Hearts Christmas featuring everyone's favourite Chris Jericho this week. But as it turns out, there are in fact two Country Hearts films and we could only find the summer one. So we weren't really in the mood to do that one for Christmas. But if you ask nicely, maybe we'll do it next season. Maybe. If we'll we can see. find it. If we can find it. <laughs> if anyone's got a copy, please send it to us because we do really want to watch it. We do. We just can't. We just can't find it. I know. Devastated. We were all very devastated. The Jingle Boys were devastated. Oh, the Jingle Boys were (laughs) genuinely very upset. Mm -hmm. We were upset. Like, ah, it was a lot. It was a lot. But thankfully, Bex sourced us another film, uh, which we'll be talking about today. And it is A Very Nutty Christmas from 2018, featuring everyone's favourite, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Yeah, Sabrina. But like I mean, that's classic not Sabrina, not yeah, Sabrina, Sabrina from the nineties. Sabrina, yeah, <laughs> not like modern day. She's really cool. Netflix Sabrina. No, nineties Sabrina was like awkward and mm-hmm. therefore relatable to both Naomi and myself. <laughs> Sorry, I just dobbed Naomi in there. I didn't actually check for that, but uh, no. felt accurate. Mm-hmm. Felt very accurate. Oh, I um, I would agree wholeheartedly. Uh, yeah. So yeah. it's Melissa John Hart um as kate today uh kate the baker 
how did you feel about this? Because there was a point, right? I know we're going to get into it anyway. It's fine. But there was a point at which I was watching this and I was like, is this somehow like a word for word remake of The Night Before Christmas? Or is The Night Before Christmas a remake of this? Because this came out in 2018 and Night Before Christmas came out in 2019. Oh, as in The Night k-n-i-g-h-t yeah sorry i was like this isn't that story (laughs) no i think that unrelated i genuinely thought this was a movie that was filmed during covid no when you said 2018 just now i was Mm -hmm. like ah because i thought it was like 2021 and it had been filmed in covid which is why they only had like four actors in it nope just it was like the same extras in every scene (laughs) and they kept using stock footage as if it was their own footage even though the color was incredibly different and acting like no one was going to notice the difference well i noticed film i i spotted it (laughs) wasn't hard oh yeah Mm -hmm. and we have a lot to talk about on that front because there are some very blatantly obvious like moments where you're like that's not hmm yeah no Mm -mm. but yes so i was just i was curious as to what you felt because i got really big the night before christmas vibes from this that's very high praise for this movie, to be fair. Oh, yeah, it was the only thing that got me through it. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. It wasn't even ex- like executed well. Like, it was just... No, no, yeah. definitely not. Mm, I hadn't really made that comparison until you just mentioned it then. I mean, I suppose they had swords. Mm. But at mm. least Sir Cole had, like, a decent sword, like a real sword. Right? Like, didn't this guy's this sword look like it was made sword. of chocolate? Like... Well, I was so confused because I was like, well, everything else that was made out of spoilers <laughs> we haven't even got into it <laughs> let me do the jingle and then we can get into all of this okay. because there is a lot to talk about there is yeah do, 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 do. when the snowman brings the snow well naomi would like to know that this movie's got a big smile on somebody's face <laughs> and then bex jumps in and says quickly cover up your heads don't lock the door, cause you know that sweet Santa Claus is on the way. Well, I wish I could watch movies every day. When we both start chatting and everything's pretty shit. Ooh, oh, I could wish I could watch movies every day. And jingle bells ring out for Christmas. Thank you. The final jingle of the season. You know I have a I have a grade eight in singing and it does not show at all. Um but here we are. (laughs) Oh, you do better than I could. That's why you do the jingles and I just read stuff. (laughs) Yeah, you do all the actual hard work and I twenty minutes before we record go, oh shit, I need to spoof a song. Uh (laughs) No, you nail the songs every time. Thank you, you, thank you. Every single time. So back to a very nutty Christmas, because if we could, we'd get away with like just not talking about it. After- no, no, I have things I want to say. <laughs> After getting dumped by her boyfriend, a bakery owner receives a special gift that turns their Christmas season around. Simple. To the point. Yeah. I'm not inaccurate. Nope, not inaccurate. She does get dumped by her boyfriend. <laughs> That was so. I, that was so funny. I was like, "Ooh, <laughs> she's flirting with Santa." Oh no, no, she's not. No, that's not, not what's anymore. happening here. They're no <laughs> longer <laughs> vibing. Uh oh. 
Well, let's get. I've got. I have a lot to talk about with this movie because mm-hmm. it was batshit. So I think we should get through our uh, Christmas credits. Yeah. And then get stuck right in. Get yeah, Get our hands dirty as we're kneading the dough of this terrible, terrible film. Absolutely. Okay. So first up, we have Melissa Joan Hart as Kate. She was obviously Sabrina the Teenage Witch. She was also Clarissa from Clarissa Explains It All. And her Christmas credits are extensive and include. Holiday in Handcuffs in 2006, The Santa Con in 2014, Broadcasting Christmas in 2016, A Very Merry Toy, uh, toy Store in 2017, Christmas Reservations in 2019, Felice Navidad in 2020, Dear Christmas in 2020, and Mistletoe in Montana in 2021. I want to watch Felice Navidad so bad. Oh my God. As soon as I saw that, I was like, why haven't we not found this before? That look, that I, I don't even know what it's about. And I just feel like, yes, absolutely. Also, mm-hmm. did you know that her character's name was Kate Holiday? I did, yes. That is a, uh, I was like, oh, good. Yeah, but why? But why? Yeah. But I know. why indeed? But why? So next up, we've got Barry Watson as Chip. He was in a few different things like Sister Sister, Baywatch, Dropped a Diva, Masters of Sex. This is his only Christmas credit. So, you know, kind of letting the side down. Yeah. Then we've got Marissa Jarrett Winker as Rosa. She was in Never Been Kissed, American Beauty, Scary Movie. You might recognize her from being squished in a garage door from Scary Movie. That's, that's probably oh. her most okay. notable thing so then she's also in king of the hill csi uh and what we do in the shadows as well oh yeah so she's like who the, is she in what we do in the shadow she's the neighbor's wife oh okay i yeah. was like i don't recognize oh right she's like a bit part okay yeah yeah <laughs> sweet 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 awesome awesome and then next up, we've got Rizwan Manji as Justin. He's been in loads of stuff. He's been in Transformers, It's Always Sunny, Hannah Montana, How I Met Your Mother, New Girl, Schitt's Creek. And he was also in Wedding Season, which we reviewed in Wedding Bells this year. Oh, yeah. I liked Wedding Season, I think. I can't remember. Such did a I good like film. Wedding Season? It was you a good did film. like okay, Wedding good. Season, yes. Okay, good. I was like, I said it so confidently, and then I was like, wait a minute, which one was that one? I've just seen a lot of films this year. There's a lot of films to watch. But you've you've done it like a champ. So proud of you. Thank you. As well as getting married this year. Holy shit. What a year you've had. Oh, I know. <laughs> I need sleep and pigs in blankets, please and thank you. Absolutely. Next up, we've got Conchata Farrell as Clara. So she was Berta in Two and a Half Men. She's also been in things like Mystic Pizza, Murder, She Wrote, Edward Scissorhands, like Buffy, Erin Brockovich. Surprisingly, oh, she's also in Sabrina the Teenage Witch. And like, surprisingly, this is her only Christmas credit. I don't know why, but oh. that's, the way, that's the way it goes. So then we've got... Ryan Caltagrione as Mark. He was in Numbers, NCIS, Bones, and then he has one other Christmas credit, which is Married by Christmas from 2016. That sounds like the exact kind of trash that we would watch. Exactly. <laughs> then we've got Joanna Fur as Ginger. So she, like her other Christmas credit is in another Melissa Joan Hart film, which is Broadcasting Christmas in 2016 as well. 
And then we have, I'm going to go down and skip some of these people because there's not much interesting there. We've got Richard Rell as Drosselmeyer. So he's the guy that hands over the Nutcracker. Mm -hmm. He started acting in 1977. He's been in so much stuff like Golden Girls, um, Murder, She Wrote. He was in Free Willy. He was in Diagnosis Murder. He's also in Sabrina the Teenage Witch. He was in Bridesmaids as well. And his Christmas credits include The Twelve Dogs of Christmas from 2005. All I Want for Christmas from 2014 and Puppy Star Christmas from 2018. So just lots of dog-related Christmas movies. Lots of dog-related Christmas movies. That's really cute. A new genre for us to explore, perhaps. Yeah, oh my god, that would be so great. Yeah, the only note I have about him is, this guy looks like a walrus. <laughs> Followed by, I assume he's the spirit of Christmas. At this yeah. point, I don't mm -hmm. know why it hadn't, it, was, it wasn't, it was until he had handed her the nutcracker and she like had it that I was like, oh, this is a weird, this is a Christmas movie retelling of the story of the Nutcracker, mm. but made with weird vibes where the kid who's normally a little kid mm -hmm. in the in like the actual Nutcracker story is a fully grown woman with a business. Yep. Yep. And they fall in love, but not really. Yep. That's pretty accurate summation of this, this film and the entire yep. plot. Yep. <laughs> Spoilers. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, like, I don't actually really know the story of the Nutcracker. I mean, I've kind of gotten it from context over the years, I guess. But it took me a bit longer to realize it was the story of the Nutcracker until, like, we were yeah. watching the ballet, I think. Yeah. Well, so within the, yeah, so, like, I'll do a quick rundown. Within the story of the Nutcracker, there's, like, a young girl and her brother and her older sister and their uncle Drossel, uh, Drosselmeyer, that is the name of the uncle, that should have been my first clue but wasn't, um, <laughs> arrives with like a bunch of toys and there's like a doll and there's this nutcracker and like her brother isn't interested in the doll until she he finds out that it can like crack walnuts for some reason and then he's like really into it mm -hmm. and they end up breaking the doll and she gets really upset and like she and her uncle fix it together and she leaves it under the Christmas tree and then it goes into this like you know he comes to life and there's like beautiful dancing and the sugar plum fairy is like her sister and like mm. one of the other people is her brother and, da, 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 da. and then it like ends at the end where she like wakes up in her dad's arms and she's like wait it wasn't real it was all a dream and that's the ballet oh. and obviously it's like very dancey very music based there's the mouse king i'm not totally sure who he is but fine <laughs> So like, you know, it, it's that. And I was like, oh, and as soon as I clocked that, I was like, well, now I know what's going to happen, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I was like, well, he's not going to stick around. There were still lovely surprises in this for me. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, so there's a, a wee summary of the, I'm sure some ballet fans are going to be very annoyed at my bastardization of the Nutcracker, but that's effectively what happens. I mean, I don't know. They managed to condense it into this 80 minutes of whatever happened so yeah. yes good summation thank you Vex now I kind of understand a bit better what we're actually doing with this yeah uh, where to start I'll be honest like I had fun watching this uh again I got to at least compare it to the night before Christmas you know we had uh, a a man that didn't really know what was going on the only thing that was like less endearing about this is that like the Nutcracker wasn't particularly savvy or necessarily willing to learn, um, unlike Sir Cole. So it was a bit 
sad to watch him kind of like wander around and just feel yeah, like I was I mean, watching I a budget like, version of that. <laughs> I mean, I just felt like he didn't have any wants or desires of his own. And mm. the only reason he was there was to serve her. And that felt weird to me. Mm-hmm. I was I like, agree. oh, okay. Like, because the thing is, it's like, okay, I get it. It's like rom-com Christmas movie. And the whole point is like, oh, they're going to fall in love or whatever. But like, he literally had no opinions of his own. Mm-hmm. He had no wants or desires. He was just like, nope, everything's fine. Whatever you want, whatever you say, of course, always. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, that, I think that's, I think you're right. That's what it is. It's just his distinct lack of motivation in any way, shape or form, except to yeah. make her happy. But then she was never happy at any point in the film. No. I don't think. No, I don't think so either. Well, so it's a difficult sell. And then what else was there? There was the other night before Christmas comparison. Oh, they had Ava instead of Alexa. You know, we missed out on a classic being banished into the night air. Oh yeah, yeah. That made me sad. And I was like, if you're gonna do this, like do it right. But then I guess whoever wrote this film and then went on to write the night before Christmas just, you know, doubled down on the joke and and figured out that it would get better with more budget. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure either. Hard to say. Very hard to say, but I think I want to ask your opinion on the costuming because I'm sure you have a few opinions. I, okay, I get that he is the nutcracker come to life. Spoilers. <laughs> I'm just going to keep saying spoilers when I say anything. Mm. I, I'm assuming the thing that you're particularly looking for me to comment on here is her incredibly heinous dress. Uh, her dress his costumes because obviously they're like these rubies and whatever stones are really expensive and then she wears them for ages looking like fake bling that i have ever seen yeah yeah i didn't love the costuming not gonna lie i thought it was pretty bad Mm. and by pretty bad i mean really really bad i hated her dress that she wore to the ball also i hated that they got to the ball and then no one else is dressed up as if it's a ball Mm -hmm. so i was like so is this a ball or not because uh you haven't like this has not been established in any way of whether this is actually a ball no one else is dressed as if it's a ball you are definitely the most overdressed person here so Mm -hmm. like what the fuck basically yeah yeah oh Oh, I really hated that white dress. The like scene of her trying on dresses, I hated every single one of the dresses <laughs> that she tried on. They were all terrible. They were they all, were all deeply really terrible. bad. Mm-hmm. I didn't really like her costume for when they went to go to the ballet. No. Oh, God, no. I really hated that dress. I thought it was incredibly unflattering. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, she spent a lot of the time like in a apron or in mm-hmm. like chef's whites, which I was like, okay, chef whites are weird for a baker in a bakery um, yeah i mean especially when her assistants aren't wearing them either like either everyone wears them or no one wears them like i don't yeah really... exactly and then she was like and this is the uniform and gives him an apron and i was like well that's not a uniform then if you're not all wearing the same thing mm-hmm. that's not how that works <laughs> by definition that, it is not a uniform because <laughs> you're not all uniform yeah, yeah. Ooh. Mm. i mean his was bad too but i mean he, there's only so much you can do with a fucking nutcracker if you're gonna make him dressed as a nutcracker i actually thought it was really funny when like uh the post office worker who i was like why does she know your life story this is a random postal office worker okay fine uh-huh. um when she was there and she like put him in like 80s clothes i was like that looks cool yeah. but like 
I think one of the things for me, and I'm sure that the guy is very handsome, so I, I do apologize to to Barry or whatever his name is, who played him. But like the uniform really didn't do him any favors. No. And because mm-hmm. it was definitely too big for him, it made him look so tiny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they put him next to Mark, who's in like a fat Santa suit. And I was like, you both look ridiculous all of the time. Like she just spends <laughs> all of this movie running around with men who are in costumes literally every single moment. Yep. Yep. And that yeah. is the true meaning of Christmas rom-com right there. <laughs> Oh, can we talk a bit about Mark? Because he was pretty terrible. I mean, like, I yeah. know you've got to have a bad ex or whatever, but like... Oh, but he was... Oh, wow. He really took the fucking cake, though. Yeah. It's like, <sighs> she. so she works at a cookie shop, and she's like, I've got to make 15,000 cookies in six days. And I was like, yep. what the <laughs> fuck? Yeah. So she's busy making cookies, putting fondant icing on cookies. That's not what you do, by the way. You don't put fondant icing on cookies. It's, you have to have an adhesive, like a kind of apricot jam or something to stick it to the cookie. Otherwise, <laughs> it's just going to fall off because there's, it's not sticky. Anyway, <laughs> it's probably not relevant. Um, <laughs> but like, you know, they're making terrible cookies. She's mm-hmm. like eating raw flour dough. I'm like, gross. Uh, and then like Santa shows up. And he's like, woo, woo, woo. And she's like, oh, hi, Mark. And he's like, don't call me Mark. Call me Santa. And I was like, okay, well, when the kids are there, that makes sense that you yeah. don't try, you know, you don't try and ruin the illusion. But then, like, he was, like, wandering around with his beard down. He got really annoyed when she was like, hey, this is a hygiene area. Put a hairnet on. And he was like, oh, she's the worst. <laughs> like, okay. Well, that's fine, because it turns out that Mark's been cheating on her the whole time with his elf, you know? And that that classic love story. (laughs) What Santa? Oh, I can't tell you how many times I've seen Santa cheat on his baker girlfriend with an elf. Oh no! All right, but uh, yeah. So we do kind of get rid of Mark in the early, but we don't get rid of Mark, do we? Because he he comes back. back. Comes back like a bad rash. Yeah, really, really bad rash. Sleeve, Mark. No one wants you here. I know. But no, he is deeply terrible. And like, I'm not really sure why she's so invested in the relationship at all. Because also when she's talking, like when Kate is talking to Mark, she just seems to be annoyed by his presence. And part of me is like, surely you should be happy that you've broken up. You don't seem to like this person. Yeah, he seems pretty inconvenient to your life plans. And he doesn't seem to really support you in any way, shape or form. No. So like, I don't know why you're so upset. Mm -hmm. I would, you know, if it happened to me and I wasn't with someone who I was like really keen on, I would be like, okay, bye. bye. (laughs) 100%. Don't let the door hit you with a good Lord split you, right? You know what I mean? You just be like, get over it. (laughs) I mean, yeah, like that's the thing. She's not supportive of him. He's not supportive of her. It seems like a breakup waiting to happen anyway. He's sleeping with someone else. Like they're pretty much there, you know? Yeah. And I have to say, like, the final nail in the coffin for me was despite the fact that she is a baker, right, and owns her own business, and I'm sure at some point was a freelancer, she does not seem to support the fact that, like, while Mark is deeply, like, deeply terrible, he wants to be an actor and he's doing his best to be an actor, but she's just not there for it at all. Oh, there's a line that she says that I wrote down verbatim because is I felt like she had shot He's in the me. arts and I like to make a living. Is that the one? Yeah. Is that I the was one? like, Sabrina, <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> Call 
pull me a cookie and put me in the oven because I'm burnt. Fuck. Wild. Like, that's just so rude. But again, she's a fucking baker who decorates cookies. That's still pretty artistic as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. So, I mean, like, it's not like an, it's not like she works as fucking... She's not a lawyer. No. You know what I mean? She's not a doctor or anything <gasps> like that. No, but she was an investment banker. Was she? Yeah. Was, it was comes up later. Yeah. It comes up oh, a bit later that she was an investment banker and she quit investment banking to become a baker. Great. You know, logical career choices. Oh, it doesn't don't you hate it when you uh, want to be a, an investment banker? Uh, when you're an investment banker and then you got to do some baking in between, then don't you hate that when that happens? <laughs> Does that happen to you? Super common thing. Oh, it happens all the time, you know. Mm-hmm. The many times that I've been in investment banking and I've gone, "What am I doing? I've got cookies to make, fifteen thousand of them in six days." Yeah, fifteen thousand is an absurd amount of cookies to make in six days right. for three people. Right. How? That's how? Like 900 <laughs> cookies per person per day. How would you even. How many? Like, just how? There just isn't enough time to make that many cookies. Well, Kristen's Miracle, the Nutcracker comes along and he makes uh, at least 6,000 of them from what I gather. Yeah, I don't they really had know. like a, a day where they made 6,000 cookies. I was like, well, how? You don't even have enough oven space for that. Like, that right. is just. You would expect that from a factory output, mm. not from mm-hmm. like three. If McVitie's were like, we can make 15,000 cookies in three days, I would be like, that yeah. That seems correct. I would believe that. Three <laughs> people came up to me and were like, we can each make 5,000 cookies in like three days. No, you can't. I'd, I'm sorry to be the one to tell you that you can't do that, but it's just not feasible. Would you even have enough like time, like actual time? Well, so I would say, roughly, that a batch of, like, 12 cookies, let's round Mm. it to 15 to make maths easier, would take roughly 15 minutes to cook, right? Okay. So you could do, so say each cookie is the equivalent of a minute, right? 15 cookies in 15 minutes. So what? So you need 15,000 minutes of cookie making time. (laughs) That's too many minutes. Which is like 250 hours, which is like That's 10 like days. 10 days. That's like 10 days, and they had six. Plus, they didn't even take the full six, because they had a day where they made 6,000 cookies, and then they took a day off. I know, I know. So and then doesn't she like, take another yes. order as well? Like, Oh, yeah. They like It was like, oh, I'm just going to add another 2,000 cookies on. And it's like, your friends who work with you. Like, one of her <laughs> friends was like, hey, will I quit my job to pursue my art mm-hmm. and she was like you're the jackson pollocks of cookies and i was like that is not the way yeah. to support your friend's artistic endeavors first of all i i can't what does it even mean to be the jackson pollock of cookie baking see i had a problem with that because i'm like i don't think you want to be the jackson pollock of cookie baking because like you know fairly regularly when people call someone the jackson pollock of something it's like literally about making a mess well, it's a drip technique. So is he yeah. like dripping icing onto the cookie? Like that's what he's known for, right? Is like these mm-hmm. big like drippy kind of paintings, which are really oh, like I like them. I think they're cool. But like I don't necessarily think that's like artistic on a cookie. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like mm-hmm. that's that seems weird to me. I feel like if you saw that cookie, you would be like, huh. Also, every cookie has a story. 
<laughs> the second time every something has had a story this season because you, if you remember mm-hmm. just a few episodes ago the holiday tree slash the tree that sla- saved Christmas every tree has a story every too. tree has a story so many stories ah, so many cookies so many trees so many stories in the world mm-hmm. can't believe all these inanimate objects with their stories <laughs> And then and she yet, was like, no one this tells one's very the well. Sabrina Snickerdoodle. And oh, I was no. like, oh, Meta! <laughs> Pulled the curtain back. And then she was like, my sister's name is Sabrina. I was like, okay. Sure it is. Sure. <laughs> She's obsessed with her own characters. Because, like, I think it's all laced in. I think all the other cookies as well have names from her other characters and stuff, too. Oh, really? Did she have, like, a Clarissa biscuit or something? I can't even remember. I got too I distracted so. by the Sabrina mm-hmm. that I forgot that there was other stuff happening and that I'd missed, like, a good five minutes. So I was like, oh, I'm sure I'll never catch up with this plot. <laughs> anyway. I know. Oh, it was it was uh, pretty diabolical, I have to say. Yeah. Like, everything oh. was ugh, rough. Also, where were the Christmas trees in this film? Oh, thank God you said that because I was about to say to you, I was like, I completely forgot to count the Christmas trees in this film. But I think oh, when it, it comes matter. down to it, there's like two. So he was he was up and he was reanimated as a man before mm-hmm. the first Christmas tree showed up in this film. Well, Clara well, gives her that really skinny tree. But that doesn't count because not we decorated. have said mm-hmm. that trees only count as Christmas trees in the count if they are decorated. True, true. And this was not a decorated tree. No, it's this just was a up. naked, basic tree. And later on, when she comes downstairs and he is like decorated her whole house because he doesn't sleep because he's a wooden toy come to life. <laughs> obviously, uh, when th- when that happens, like mm. he has decorated a different tree. Yep. Yep. It's not the same tree. He's just made more tree. That's what it is. He's magicked a tree out of nowhere. I think He's that's like, what we're oh, supposed to believe. Let me dance this way. Also, okay. I know I'm jumping around all over the place. You wake up. You're mm. late for work. You go downstairs. <laughs> there is a person you do not know lying on mm. your floor. Not like looking like they're asleep, but just like a corpse, just lying yep. like a literal log on the floor. Mm-hmm. And you just go, Oh, you must be the house share guy. Okay, well, here's the key. Bye. Mm-hmm. Um, I know. Um, so many questions. So many questions. So many questions. Because she jumps over him to grab coffee uh, in what I assume is oh, yeah, an empty cup. Oh, yeah, because she goes past him one way. Yeah, but she jumps and then over she just him. It. Oh, well, don't, don't trouble me before I've had my coffee. I don't <laughs> have eyes. <laughs> And then she gets freaked out and she jumps over him a second time. But again, like, she makes so many assumptions. She's like, oh, you must be whoever the fuck she was expecting before this guy turned up. Yeah, the house share guy. The house share person. And then doesn't question the fact that he's dressed like a nutcracker. Mm -mm. Doesn't question the fact that he's lying under her Christmas tree. Nope. No big deal. Doesn't question the fact that he's somehow gone into the house. And she just assumes that he's found a key under her doormat instead of texting her to say that he was going to be early or that like he needed a way to get into the house in the middle of the night. Nothing. Mm-mm. Nope. No. Not at all. Nope. No. Why would there be any of that? Clearly, this must be the man whose name I don't know who I'm expecting. Obviously. Anyway, he's going to follow me around now. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> 
<laughs> just normal just, things, you know. Just, just normal totally Christmas regular, things. normal behavior at Christmas time. Obviously. But yeah, that one was pretty wild. I mean, the, like, what really got me was after the house share thing is cancelled and she get, finally gets a notification on her phone. Because, like, three days have gone by before this actually happens and she's not questioned yeah. the fact that this person is still here after three days. Yeah. You know, despite having and an like, agreed time limit. And, like, gone to a single ballet rehearsal. Nope. Been with her the whole time. Yep. The whole time. And she's just like, yeah, that's totally fine. Yep. Everything's great. Everything's normal. Uh, it's fine. Uh, excuse, excuse me. Hello. Hello. <laughs> uh, call the police. <laughs> no, you're not going to call the police? Okay, I guess we're going to fall in love. Oh. Oh, okay. But she gets Walrus so mad. Guy, oh, Walrus guy. Walrus guy <laughs> gives her a nutcracker. Yeah. And she's there like, okay. So he has this like cursed man in a box, right? That he just carries <laughs> around to different tiny mm-hmm. villages in the US waiting for a woman who he's like, ah, she looks like she needs some loving from a wooden toy. Uh, that's not what I meant by that. <laughs> anyway, she like pulls the nutcracker out. And she goes, the nutcracker was my favorite Christmas decoration. And I was oh, like, God. the nutcracker is your mm-hmm. favorite Christmas deck. Not cr- not lights, not tinsel, not baubles, not a Christmas tree, not like Vanessa Hudgens on the top of your Christmas tree. None of those nope. things. Mm-hmm. Just the nutcracker. And then she says, I had a crush on the nutcracker when I was a kid. The yep. nutcracker. Wild. You had a crush on the nutcracker. <laughs> He doesn't yeah. really have a face. His mouth opens and closes to crack nuts with, and he has a squiggly little beard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that really does it for me. It's the stuff that dreams are made of. I don't know what you're talking oh. about. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Was this a, is this a universal experience? Everyone fancied nutcrackers, <laughs> and I'm the weird one? Is that what you're trying to tell me right now? Absolutely not. Because I was also taken aback when she was like, I used to have a crush on you. Like, Really? Really? Because I was also partly waiting for the Nutcracker to mention that fact. He didn't, thankfully. No. But, oh, what an admission, even just to a Nutcracker. Even just yeah. to that guy. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. just a lot of strange, just very strange choices. Just a lot of strange decisions that I don't really understand. Mm-hmm. Just a I lot agree. of things that I I don't get at all. No, there was a lot of things in the film that made me kind of go, uh, like, I wasn't super keen on all of the military references. I don't know why they were the exclusive baker for whatever military bases were in their vicinity. Yeah, that was But that weird. seemed to be it, and I was like... Also because it was uh, never relevant. No, never relevant. Could have just there was been, like, kids anything. in the movie. Why wasn't yeah. it, like... The, the school Christmas baker. ball itself, the school yeah. for se- bake sale. Oh, we have so many orders. Just yeah. that. Just say that. Just say, oh, oh, we went viral and now we've got even more orders through our website. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That. That I would have preferred. But for some peculiar reason, this is the military's favorite bake shop in the whole of the United States. Oh, the Navy. <laughs> the Army. Yeah. The other one, Air Force. <laughs> That they should be their official title. The other and one. literally, Barry is like, well, soldiers love cookies. I was mm-hmm. like, what? How? When? Do, do they? Why? <laughs> do they? <laughs> like, I'm sure there are plenty of people that do love 
cookies in a variety of public services or you know defense yeah clubs and stuff like that but i don't fucking know uh, don't ask me i just called it the other one the, the other Air one Force. so uh <laughs> i'm definitely not someone to check in with about that but but yeah i really would have preferred because she made such a big deal about the kids coming to the bake shop and like they had this fucking afternoon rush every day kids fixing to get their sugar why wasn't there more involvement with the school why wasn't she more involved with the community and that's probably back to your earlier point where they could only afford to have four actors in this film anyway and everyone else was just milling about in the background oh well she was involved in the community because everything happened to her true true, every single prize that the ball was hard (laughs) every single you know, anytime they were like, we really need someone to do this thing. It was her for some mm-hmm. reason. She's the best person to read the nutcracker to the kids, of course. Oh, yeah. Why would Santa do that? Santa can't read. He's only there for acting. We hate Santa. You're the worst Santa ever, Mark. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, accurate. He was pretty bad as Santa. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, that's pretty savage, kids. I know. I know. It'll be nice before Christmas. Otherwise, you ain't getting shit. I like to see them be Santa. Yeah, too right. So, like, established in a few of these films over the last, like, season, that montage is a very particular art. And this film really loved the art of montage. (laughs) There was so... so I'm really glad you brought this up. So it starts with a montage. They're making cookies. But it's, like, just the three of them (laughs) making cookies in one scene on one day in one set of outfits. So I was like, Mm -hmm. "Mm, okay. So that was, like, cringy, and I was like, okay. And then there was another cookie-baking montage. And then there was, like, going to the going to this other place montage and then Mm -hmm. there was a dress montage and then there was a dance montage and then there was like a a little date montage where they were going to all these places and having hot chocolate or whatever and I was just like okay just we don't need another montage and then there was another cookie baking (laughs) montage and I was like we get it you're baking cookies they had to hit the 90 minutes that's what it was oh and of course yeah. two separate montages on him cracking nuts with his oh bare my god hands. yeah and his elbows and yeah. i think his chin at one point but yeah there was a lot of montage Very in this film actually no. considering how careful she was about making sure santa was wearing a fucking beard mm. she sure mm. didn't mind him getting his grubby mitts all over the all over the walnuts Totally. Well, I mean, he started off by like cracking the first ones with his teeth, and I was like, "Please don't crack all of these nuts that are supposed to go in the cookies with your teeth. That's so unhygienic. Like, why? Why? Yeah, bad. Very bad. Ooh. Did not like. Mm-mm. No, was not a big fan. Uh, again, like I get that he's the Nutcracker because there was that as well. Like I was like, there's so many ways in which he is a Nutcracker in this film because I'm like, she's a tough nut to crack. The Nutcracker machine has broken down. Like, what's what's the thing? How many plays on Nutcracker are we gonna get here? Yeah, but absolutely. Yeah, it was it was a strange one. It was a strange, yeah. strange. This film. whole film was just weird. Hmm. Mm-hmm. like just weird but it wasn't like necessarily bad it was really it was kind of amusing which was nice oh, yeah. we've had some bad movies this year that have just not been fun and i've just been like oh get, <laughs> get this movie away from me whereas this one was kind yeah. of fun it's definitely a good one to like watch with people and mm-hmm. like joke about as you're watching especially because it's sabrina so anytime she says something outrageous or drinks eggnog from a jug you're like oh, sabrina what happened to you can't you just magic away <laughs> 
I'm sure 15,000 cookies is no trouble at all for a witch. Like, you know mm. what I mean? Like, that's just me as I was watching it solo. Uh, probably would have been more. I, I think I would have been more validated had there been other people there to laugh at my frankly a hilarious jokes uh, <laughs> as we were watching the film. Oh, yes, absolutely. It was fine. Like, it was fine. It was amusing it was at fun. points. I'm glad that I had at least the references of Night Before Christmas to get me through and be like, oh, this is like that thing that's recorded. But um, otherwise, yeah, I would definitely recommend playing the drinking game that exists oh, yeah. with this one. I feel like being drunk would be a very That'd good way to help. get through it. Yeah, That would probably <laughs> help, yeah, for sure. Otherwise, it really just made me want to have cookies. Yeah, I do really want a cookie right now. I really wanted a cookie. Or five after this. Some of them look delicious. None of the ones Mm. that had a story were what I was after, but all of the stock footage of the cookies that they absolutely (laughs) didn't actually make for this film and just found on the, you know, jetty images or whatever, they would look (laughs) delicious. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, I honestly have kind of run out of stuff to say about this film. No, it's fine. It was kind of was nice, it? actually, as well. Yeah. It, obviously, it was a shame to not get to watch Chris Jericho be religious and uh, whatever oh. in the other god mm. in the that movie that we were planning on watching, um, Country Hearts Christmas. But it was kind of nice to start and end the movie the this season with a couple of foodie movies. Yeah. It has been quite a foodie season, hasn't it? We started with pasta and we finished with cookies. That's Uh literally what they had in Christmas Romance Al Dente. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) It's all full circle. It all comes back to cookies. (laughs) Uh, Well, you know, the season might be over. But we do have three little Christmas presents for you dropping tomorrow. Little Um, Christmas treats! Some Christmas treats. You may remember last year in season three. Yes, that sounds right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That we did record some bonus bells which were available on our coffee. So we have decided that this year we're going to release all three of those on Christmas Eve because we're just so good to everybody. It's a Christmas miracle! It really is. So we have the quote-unquote lost episode, Christmas Inheritance. It is not the recording of us getting drunk and doing live stream from season oh, one. we won't be doing Mm-mm. that again. Mm-mm. No, Mm-mm. no, no. Rookie error. <laughs> it is a fresh recording where you can kind of make sense of what we're actually saying. Yep. And hopefully it's just as fun as any other episode. Then we've got the Jingle Boys making their debut. Yay. Yeah, and they're reviewing A Castle for Christmas. Yeah, two Scottish boys watch Scottish Christmas <laughs> movie. Yeah, but it was called A Castle for Christmas, right? Yeah. Okay. Ooh, amazing. I, so. I mean, I don't know. I'm not oh. the person to ask. Oh, God. I don't remember Pretty anymore. sure it is. I think Fine. so. Anyway, enjoy those two listening, uh, listening, talking about A Castle for Christmas, which is set very near where both of them live, and they both have questions about a lot of different things, so enjoy Happy. that and after years and years of people asking us when we're going to review Die Hard well the wait was over last year but the wait is definitely over this year enjoy an episode episode. where we finally talk about Die Hard (laughs) 
I'm pretty sure I, I I haven't listened to it in a year, but I'm pretty sure I start the episode by yelling at everyone that you're not funny if you keep saying Die Hard is a Christmas movie. That's not a hilarious the, the hilarious jape that you think it is. Yeah. And I still agree with that sentiment. Mm-hmm. So um yeah, so that does yeah. seem appropriate on Christmas Eve as well, Die Hard. Love to see it. You love do. to see it. Yeah. So if you're driving, if you're taking a train, if you're cycling home for Christmas, if you're walking your dog around just for Christmas, listen to our episodes. You just need an hour away. You just need an hour away from your family. Yeah. For any excuse, if you need to make an excuse, say you've got a very important work call and then just uh, tune out to to the sounds of Naomi and me complaining probably about something arbitrary. (laughs) We're talking about the greatest love story ever told between yeah. Alan Rickman and Bruce Willis. Yeah. Yay! And uh, yeah. Still we... more Christmas trees than this movie. <laughs> we will be back with jingle bells at some point. Yeah. You know, undecided. Follow us on Instagram and then when yeah. you'll be the first to know when other stuff is dropping. It's at Jingle Bells Pod. Also, mm-hmm. if you've enjoyed our fabulous season, please leave us a review on whatever podcast platform you are listening to us on. Uh, mm-hmm. If you didn't enjoy it, shh, just don't tell anyone. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but otherwise, enjoy your holiday season, everybody. Um, thank you so much, Bex, for yeah. doing this happy with me. Happy Christmas, Naomi, and happy Christmas, yeah. of course, to Jingle Boy. Thank you, Jingle, thank you, Jingle Boy. Boy. We would not sound this good without you. And we know it's a struggle, (laughs) but we appreciate it. We appreciate it very, very much. And a big thank you to Bex for not only chatting to me about these films, but also for doing all of our artwork, especially the most cursed image on the internet. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I just did one and it was so cursed I had to share it. We had to. to. But yeah, you've done an amazing job. Well, thank you, Naomi, for doing literally everything else. Ah, I appreciate that. It's okay. Happy Christmas, Naomi. Happy Christmas, Bex. Yay! That was about right, right? I think so. Perfect. Underneath the Christmas lights Carols and bells None of them help